Hey, Bev, guess what? What? I'm sleeping with your son. Really? Which one? <laughs> the one from whom I live across the hall from. Oh, well, that's convenient. How did his penis turn out? <laughs> oh, Beverly, I, I can't talk to my boyfriend's mother about his penis. Oh, fair enough. What can you tell me, if anything, about that busboy's penis? <laughs> Actually, I've only had the cheesecake. Our whole universe was in a hot, dense state that nearly 14 million years ago expansion started. Wait, the earth began to cool, the autotrophs began to drool, Neanderthals developed tools, we built a wall. We built the pyramids, math, science, history, unraveling the mystery that all started with a big bang. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Pete. M.S. The Perpetual Motion Squad, a Big Bang Theory fan podcast. And we're your hosts, married couple and Big Bang super fans, Cap. And Paul. And we're really glad that you're here today. We certainly are. Now, last week, we actually had a bit of a question on episode 10, the gorilla experiment. What subject did you study at school that you enjoyed the most? And we had a response. Oh, did was it Wednesday? Yeah. Wednesday's back again. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know there are other people listening out there, so, but Wednesday is our most engaging listener. So thank Engaged. you very much. Engaging, engage, whatever it is. It's too early in the morning to even think about my English language uh... with the business. But she actually studied chemistry and enjoyed oh. it immensely. So That's cool. Thank you very much, Wednesday, for responding to our little question there. So we will have another question this week. So, you know, just... Hold off and get get excited. But this week, what did we think of this episode? I'm sorry, what? What did we think of this episode this week? I don't like this episode. Why? Is it just because of her? It's because of her. Okay. Kat really doesn't like Beverly Hofstetter. This is where we get to meet. That's not strong enough. I hate, loathe, and despise that woman. Okay. So we get to see her again for the second time. This is basically because she's coming out to see Leonard. Um and, of course, he doesn't tell Penny that this is happening. It's getting closer to Christmas, so this is sort of like a, a Christmas episode. But um, Beverly makes an appearance again. Um, and I don't know why you don't like this episode. I mean, I, I think it's it's I think it's funny when she, you know, attacks. Well, no, it doesn't attack, but, you know, hints at Raj's and Howard's sort of like, uh, you know. She did that in the, fir the first time we yeah, met she her. She, she's like, you know, your ersatz homosexual, homosexual relationship. And I love the fact that Leonard also keeps up with that by when he's trying to tell her that he has a girlfriend, that Howard has a girlfriend. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, he has a girlfriend. In yeah. His, and in and I'm sorry, but Howard absolutely 100% deserved that after the way he treated Leonard the last time. Yeah. Now, I mean, this episode really, really centers just around Penny, Leonard, um, Sheldon and his mother. Uh, Raj and Howard and Beverly Hofstadter, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really, um, Howard and Raj only are only in the the show for about, I don't know, maybe ten minutes if we're lucky, and then we don't see them. For the no, not of... even. They're only in that opening sequence when they're having dinner. Yeah, yeah. So it would have been about would have been about ten minutes because they're talking backwards and forwards about. Uh, yeah. um, well, no, ten, oh, ten minutes is over half the episode, honey. The episode's only twenty two minutes. Okay, so five minutes, two, maybe minutes, whatever it is, but they they're only there for a short amount of time. But, so, but before that, in the opening sequence, we're decorating the tree. 
We are. We are decorating a Christmas tree. And, of course, you know, Penny asks children to contribute. And he goes, well, yeah, okay. But if you only hang um, a bust of Sir Isaac Newton hanging on the tree. And, of course, it was it was fact that, you know, he's very, he's a, what is it? He's a Leibniz or it's a, he's a Newton um, supporter. Okay. So Sheldon mentioned the professional rivalry between yeah. scientists Isaac Newton and Gottfried Wilhelm Leibniz yes. over their creation of calculus. Newton and Leibniz concurrently developed infinitesimal calculus, the calculus of infinitesimals, in the late 17th century while working independently of each other. Newton accused Leibniz of plagiarism and it caused a long term dispute between them. Yeah, because he Sheldon wanted to hang the bust of Sir Isaac Newton up the top of the tree, and Leonard's like, "No, you're not going to." And he's like, "Oh, because you're a Leibniz, you know, man." A Leibniz, yeah, supporter. And you know, before we actually get to decorating the tree, we actually get to see that they're watching the movie uh, "The Grinch That Stole Christmas." And, and interestingly, Christine yeah. Baranski, who is the one who plays Leonard's mother, mm. stars in the live action "How the Grinch Stole Christmas" that came out in two thousand. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And really, you know, Sheldon is, he's not really a, a Christmas sort of person, except he does say that he actually, you know, he does see um, some merits in what the Grinch did, except the fact that he actually doesn't relate to the fact that he gave the Christmas present. Oh, I found him a thoroughly, you know, relatable <laughs> and delightful character. And I was with him right up until he gave into social convention and gave back all the presents and safe Christmas. Yeah, and I like how Sheldon goes, la 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 Yeah. But it was now, really now Penny did ask Leonard about his, you know, if, oh, if they had funny. a tree, and he says no. And did you at least get presents? And he's like, Well, no, well, sort of. We had to write papers and then broke and present them and then broke off into focus groups to critique each other. Yeah. But, so Leonard says, In my family, holidays weren't so much celebrated as studied for their anthropological and psychological implications on human society. Likewise, he we find out in episode we found out in episode season one, episode sixteen, the peanut reaction, the birthdays weren't celebrated either. Yeah. And we also do find out way down the track that when he says anthropological and 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 societal, societal is the fact that his father is an anthropologist, and his so, mother is obviously a psychologist. Yeah, a, a psychologist. So yeah, that is very very true. But uh, you know, I do like the fact that when you know Penny does speak to children about, well, okay, well, you want to hang the the bus, you know, here you can hang it, you know, in this spot. And he goes, no, it goes on the top of the tree because apparently Sir Isaac Newton was born on Christmas Day and Jesus yeah. was not. Jesus was born in the summer and his birthday was later moved to December 25th to co coincide with an existing pagan holiday. And I actually didn't believe that either, but it was only until I met you that you actually um, told me about Yeah, that's that. absolutely, so totally true. I didn't even know that. So Yeah, you know, Jesus was born actually in April. Yeah, and this is coming from someone who was going to go to the priesthood. <laughs> Well, just because you're going didn't. into the priesthood doesn't know, doesn't mean that you understand um, no, the, Christianity's the pagan roots. Yeah, exactly, and I didn't. So we do see that. Um, I like how you know it's it's sprung upon Penny that he, that show that uh, Leonard's mum's coming, and she says, "Well, your mother's coming." Yes, and well, when were you going to tell me? No, when, when, is, when is she coming? coming? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. When, when were you were going to tell? tell me? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, okay, so does, does she know that yeah we're dating? Um, and it, she she goes, you didn't tell her we're dating, did 
did you? Um, um, and he says something else, and, and she says something else, and he goes, um, mm. and of course, I love how Sheldon comes over and goes, if you're trying to calm yourself down, I think it's more along the lines of, Ohm, oh, you try to do some, <laughs> some meditation. Well, and, and that's the thing is, is she's getting upset that he hasn't told her mother or his mother about her. And Sheldon's like, well, maybe he's ashamed of you or this yeah. or that. And I love how nobody pipes up with, I was trying to protect Penny from the horribleness that is his mother. Yeah, I mean, she's got very, very high standards. Uh, pe- yeah, be- uh, no, she's does. just a condescending ass. Henceforth, everyone, that this is an episode that's going to be a very short one because she does not like Beverly Hofstadter at all. She shows absolutely no love, care, concern, or interest in her son, who is a brilliant scientist and well-achieved in his own right. And it just, everything is conditional with this woman. Yeah, I just, I, I mean. She's a horrible mother. You know, I mean. Some people should not be allowed to be a parent, and she's one of them. Yeah, I'm not going to go any further with that one. Um, so we see that Beverly's picked up from the airport, and uh, we see that Sheldon. Let's put it has... this way: she's actually worse than your ex-wife. Yeah, as a parent, Sheldon has tagged along, and Leonard's driving the car. And uh, as we're and driving, Beverly and Sheldon are sitting together in the back yeah. seat, and and they they really they 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 keep in regular touch with each other, and. Uh, you know, of course, you know, it's like, you know, thank you very much for coming to pick me up at the airport. And, and Sheldon's like, oh, my pleasure. And Leonard's like, I'm driving, mother. And he goes, I'm driving now. And she goes, yes, mommy's very proud. Yeah, I know. It's like, <laughs> And um, so we go along with the fact that, uh, you know, there's just some conversations that are going on in the car. And, um, you know, it, it's she actually had some carpal tunnel surgery where um, Sheldon sent some flowers yeah, from both. I don't really care for flowers. Oh, neither do I, but it's the social convention. Yes. <laughs> and then we find out that Leonard's brother is getting um well, enga- is well, hold engaged. Hold on. Yep. We're still talking about the carpal tunnel. He's like, wait, 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 wait. You had surgery? And she's like, yes. And Sheldon sent me flowers. And he's like, well, I heard that. And then she's like, well, then what's all this wait, wait, wait stuff? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, uh, and then she goes, Oh, and did you did I tell you that your um your brother's got engaged? And he goes, No, Sheldon, why didn't you tell me? And he goes, Oh, my bad. Sorry, it must have slipped on. We I must have completely forgot. But we did have that discussion over our last um Skype date when we actually you know conversed backwards and forwards. So we really do see that there is a lot of communication between um you know, Sheldon yeah, Sheldon and, and Beverly have a very close relationship yeah. that is more like the mother-son relationship that Leonard would like to have. It really seems that they, they should have almost been switched that Leonard and Sheldon's mother would have, uh, Sheldon, yeah, Sheldon's mother and Leonard should have been uh, mother I, and son. I sometimes wonder how Sheldon would have done with a mother more like Beverly. Oh, uh, he would have been... But I think he would have actually excelled even further. Well, I don't know because if, okay, so let's say Sheldon and Leonard were swapped. Yeah. And Sheldon had the same high achieving, intelligent, successful siblings that Leonard does. He yeah. wouldn't suddenly be the one who's doted on and everything's all about him. No. So no. I'm not sure it would have been a better situation. Would have been very a very big high achieving family, that's for sure. Yeah, it would. I think it would have been harder for Sheldon. Yeah, but we do find out because we 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 follow them into the um. Well, okay, we're in the next scene now, 
where we're all sitting around having dinner in the in the living room of Sheldon and Leonard's apartment. And this is where Beverly does say to Howard, have you and Rajesh um come come to your um latent homosexual feelings? Can't come to terms other? and and decided to declare your latent homosexual relationship. Yeah. And Howard's like, we don't have latent homosexual, you know, feelings towards each other. I have a girlfriend. And because this is when Beverly goes, Oh, I see. Uh-huh. And he goes, Yes. You know, Leonard backed me up and he goes, I don't know what you're talking about. And, and he's like, tell her I have a girlfriend. He's like, he, and with air quotes, he has a, a girlfriend. girlfriend. Uh, and where is she now? And he goes, well, okay, she she couldn't be here tonight. She's actually, she had to go out of town. Her grandmother just died. And this is Oh, her grandmother, grandmother died. died. I see. And he, and of course, this is when Raj goes to speak to something to Howard. He whispers something in Howard's ear, and he's like, "Do you really think your lips in my ear is going to help right now?" (laughs) (laughs) But I like how the fact that that Beverly goes, you know, the more that you actually construct this lie, the more you're hurting your partner, you know. So it really and both Raj and Howard are like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I didn't do anything. I'm just sitting here having dinner for God's sakes. And of course, this is when Penny comes in and sits down, and 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 of course, yeah, Leonard's really nice. He gets up to make her a plate, and they. Start... And did you see how much pasta he started putting Holy on that crap. plate? It's like, oh my god, she's so that's be... enough for three people. God, she's eating a lot of pasta, and um. No, I think it's more him putting it on there rather yeah. than eating it. And of course, Le- Leonard learns about his parents' pending divorce. And of course, we find out that he's had and his mother's had carpal tunnel syndrome, and his dog Mitzi died. Which is the only reference to a pet in the entire yeah. series. Yeah. Um, and really, it's, it's, it is absolutely, that's a hell of a thing to drop on somebody. Yeah. Oh, we're, we're, we're getting, you know, I'm divorcing your father. Oh, and by the way, your dog died. Yeah. This is why I loathe and despise this woman. She has no consideration, no care, no love for her son. I mean, in all honesty, you look at Sheldon and you look at Beverly, and they both seem to have a touch of autism. They they don't have any filter, they don't have any social convention no. or any any social interaction. Hers with goes somebody. beyond that, though. Yeah, but it's like I mean, just, she is intentionally cruel to her son. I don't think she's intentionally cruel. I think this is her makeup. I don't. This is something that you and I have talked about many many times watching this show. I don't think she's intentionally cruel. I think this is the way that she is just feels that her, her interaction with her children are, are are warranted. No, no. I think she is intentionally cruel because she's not like this with her other children. She expresses pride in her other children. Well, okay. Look at the, look at the, when we were in the car and we were talking about the fact that there was a, um, her, uh, her son, her, her son, his brother's getting married, and and she's woman, like, yes, I think you'd like her. She's a, a very successful appeal, young woman, youngest appellate court judge in New Jersey, two-time Olympic bronze medalist. Yeah, and then and he's like, oh, you must be so happy, mother. And she's like, why? I'm not marrying her. Yeah. So there's there's the interaction of like, she's not going to sit there and go, oh my god, she is great. I can't wait for her to be my daughter-in-law. She's just like, well, I'm not marrying her, so I don't give a crap. Right, so really, but got... but the fact is, she is talking about it. Yeah, yeah, I know, but yeah, I mean, you know, whereas when they're in the bar and she's talking to Penny, and she's like, "I'm sleeping with your son," and she's like, "Which one?" Leonard's like an afterthought to her. Yeah, yeah, and I just I hate, loathe, and despise this woman. She yeah. is just the worst mother. And the, I think the fact that also that you know, and then and then. That what? Is no, what? I was just going to say that you know Sheldon 
you know, has made it very clear that Penny is a very, is a, she's an underachiever. She's just, and there's nothing wrong with being a waitress and there's nothing wrong no. with being a college, a, a community college graduate. There's nothing wrong with that. She's but in, a in, college, community college dropout. dropout. But in Sheldon's, you know, view, that's underachieving. And Well, because know, he's all about academia. Exactly. I mean, yeah. he doesn't have any respect for his brother or his sister anyway. No, he doesn't. So, you know, so Sheldon's very much along the same line as Beverly is. Even I even though Beverly Sheldon's is. twin sister grows up to marry Danny LaRusso from Karate Kid. <laughs> That's scary. That <laughs> she really pl- is. she plays um Daniel LaRusso's Daniel wife. LaRusso's wife in Cobra Kai. Yeah, which is very, very addictive. Yeah. <laughs> I love that show. Um but we now get to see that um with everything that's been going on in the apartment, you know, and and show and Leonard is right. He absolutely he is exhausted. He runs basically he, he storms off into his bedroom, you know, because he's just had it with the whole situation of okay, he's his Yeah, because she's accusing divorced. him of overreacting. Yeah, I'm not when he's surgery. like, I'm You couldn't even tell divorce. me that my dog died. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, but he, why would you not tell him that his dog died? I don't know. I just but then again, the same, but the same situation happened with Penny's father. When you remember that that uh, she that he her pet pig was killed, yeah, R- that he was, it was yeah. Run but over then again, the it was probably because she didn't want him to react emotionally, and she knew that he would, and she didn't want to deal with it. So it's still all about her. Yeah, yeah. But as she does say, I'm the one that's getting divorced. Mitzi's the one that's dead. Why is that affecting you so much? Um, so really, so now we see that Leonard goes into his bedroom because he's had enough of this tonight, you know. So now we're seeing that Penny offers to drive Beverly back to her back to her hotel, and I think that's a, a probably a good idea because, as she said, you know, I think that uh, Leonard was very emotionally distraught, and you don't want someone like that operating heavy machinery. No, and, you don't. Yeah, we don't. So we see that as they're talking, Penny and Beverly decide to go to the Cheesecake Factory. Uh, before that, it is your check engine light is on. Oh, Penny, God. Yeah, I keep meaning to put a sticker over that. That's right, yeah. And Beverly, and Beverly was like, you know, I, I don't want someone emotional behind the wheel, but I'm almost more disturbed to be in a car with some, to be riding in a car that is not subjected to regular maintenance. <laughs> and And I can see her point on that one. Yeah, exactly. And I'll give her so that one. We do see that they end up by going to um that they start talking about something about uh, about Leonard and it's like really I just I, I can't talk about this right now. How about we go That's to the because she said I'm sleeping with your son. No, not she yet, said... not yet, not oh, yet. Okay. We're in the car. So we're talking oh, about right. how about we just go to the uh, how about we go get a drink and she goes, Well and yeah, you know, I, need like, a drink. I don't drink. How about you? Oh, I don't drink. Really? I'll I do. You. I'll teach you. Yeah. <laughs> So they go to the the um the bar and they're talking backwards and forwards and, and we're we you know we're having shot after shot after shot and we're starting to get inebriated and this is where um Penny goes to Oh that's right they were talking about orgasms. Yes, they were talking about that's right. They were in the car talking about orgasms, the fact that Beverly has not slept with her husband in eight years and that she's been responsible for her own orgasm since nineteen eighty two. And I like how Penny goes, yikes. And of course we get a little bit of a giggle from <laughs> From, and Beverly uh, starts to giggle, and she's like, "What's so funny?" She says, "That's what I say when I orgasm." Yikes! yikes. <laughs> I think we need to put an adult content warning on this episode. <laughs> no, we're fine. I think everyone that listens to this episode is pretty. It listens to this podcast is is big people. We're okay. Um, so we see that they go to the the bar and they're they're drinking away and they're getting shot after shot. And this is where Penny decides to pipe up and goes, 
guess what? I'm sleeping with your son. And I like how Beverly goes, which one? And she goes, the one from which I live live across across the hall from. from. from." And he goes, she goes, oh, how did his penis Penis turn turn out? And I can't goes, discuss my boyfriend's penis with his mother. And I like how they're they they they're looking at the um. Oh, that's right. Before they get to the penis conversation, yeah, as they're getting drunker and drunker, she goes, you know, I have a warm feeling that I should go in and ravish. Uh, ask that R- bus I boy. have a warm feeling running through my extremities. And, and Penny goes, says, well, as long as you don't feel it running down your pants, you're okay. Yeah. And she goes, but, and also I, I want to get some cheese. I've had this, this, I want to get that busboy over there and have him ravish me in the back alleyway while I'm eating cheesecake. That's right. And she goes, and Penny goes, well, we are definitely. Um, We're famous for our cheesecake. For our cheesecake. And this is when they had talked about the fact that Lena's penis. And she goes, well, I, I can't talk about this with my, my boyfriend's penis with his mother. And she goes, okay, what can you tell me about that busboy's penis? And she goes, <laughs> well, I've just had the cheesecake. Yeah. And they are they are really, they're getting more and more hammered as they go along. We do now see that um, we're heading back to the apartment and a drunk Beverly scolds Leonard for not telling her that she's in a relationship with Penny. First, (coughs) pardon me, they open the door and Penny comes in and starts screaming, Leonard, your mommy wants to talk to you. And then uh, Beverly is, you know, frames herself in the doorway yelling, Sunny boy. (laughs) Which is actually one of her lines from Mamma Mia. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and so we do see that they start. she starts talking to Leonard about the fact that, why didn't you tell me you were tapping my homegirl? And she Did goes. I say that right? And Penny's like, not bad, not bad. And she goes, are you, are you embarrassed with her? Are you are you are you uh, embarrassed that she's got a she's a she's a waitress and she's got a yeah, it's like why are why are you so uh, you know are you embarrassed by this beautiful delightful creature? I mean, sure, she's uneducated and she's stuck in a menial job. And Penny's Penny like, goes, what happened to lovely and delightful? <laughs> <laughs> what happened to lovely and charming? Yeah. And uh, so we do see that um, you know it it really comes down to. The whole problem with it's not that it's the fact that Lennon confronts her about not telling her about the surgery or telling him about the surgery, her divorce and the dog's death. And once and she goes, well, what I what I see is what I'm hearing from you is that you want a closer mother son relationship. Yeah. And this is where Beverly goes over and hugs Leonard. But it's not a really it's a very, very cold hug. It's it's like the smile that Sheldon did when he was trying to comfort Penny in the emergency room. There, yeah, there. Sheldon's here. <laughs> yeah, which is terrifying. It was terrifying. Um, so we see that Leonard Leonard goes to bed, and uh, <laughs> I like how Sheldon comes out and goes, "Why is Leonard like quietly?" I, I love the way that Leonard walks away from them, where he just can't stop looking over his shoulder at them, giving them this like, "What the heck?" Look. <laughs> yeah, and Sheldon comes out and he goes, "Why is Leonard, ba- you know, banging his head softly against his bedroom door?" And this is, she goes, and this is when Beverly goes, you know, speaking of warm feelings, come here and give Sheldon a huge kiss on the mouth. And Penny's just like standing there in absolute horror. And I like it how she finishes And Sheldon's kiss. eyes just get so big. Yeah. And afterwards she says that she would rather have the bus boy. boy. <laughs> and, you know, Sheldon, just, Sheldon doesn't even know what happened. So now we see the next day in Beverly, Beverly and Penny are, Wicked hungover. They are very hungover, and they're going with Leonard and Sheldon back to the airport to drop Beverly off. And, of course, this is where Beverly thanks Sheldon, um, you know, even though Leonard's driving again. 
And when Leonard complains, she scolds Leonard for his constant need for approval. And, and Beverly, I just don't have, I'm very hungover. I do not have the energy to give you your constant need for, to fulfill your constant need for approval. Yeah. And of course, Beverly asks Leonard to take care of Penny in hopes that Sheldon will forgive her for her actions the previous night. And of course, and of course this Leonard goes, what are we talking about? And he, and Beverly's like, I don't want to talk about it. No, it's, and, it, it's better that you don't know. Yeah. And then and Sheldon's like, agreed. agreed. Penny's like, agreed. And he finally, and he goes, Leonard's like, all right, what the hell? Agreed. agreed. Yeah. But, um, this is, and but that's also a really good example of why I feel the way I do about Beverly Hofstetter. Yeah, her son is driving her from and to the airport, but she's thanking Sheldon yeah, for riding I, along with her. She yeah. has zero acknowledgement for him going out of his way to do this for her. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It, this it, is why I hate, loathe, and despise this woman. Is the way she treats you. Don't treat my friends like that. No, I know, and they are, and they are our friends. So I know yes, that they are. The episode then goes black, and that is the end of this episode. Now, I'm not going to even yeah. ask you how you like this episode because you have made it very, very clear, abundantly clear, how much I hate, loathe, and despise not, Beverly Hofstetter. You do not like this episode because of Beverly Hofstetter. So, yeah, I, I, I like this one. Um, it's not, it's not great. It's enjoyable. It's no, just, it's, not. it's, it's just, yeah, it just makes you, as you said, just look at Leonard and. Beverly and go, I cannot believe they're actually related to each other because Leonard has got such a lovely heart and Beverly's is cold. You know, he is such a good guy. He's a good friend. He's a good boyfriend. He's, you know, successful in his field. I mean, I've and- mentioned it many times when we've been talking about this is just maybe this is the way that she was brought up and this is the only way that she knows how to, to interact. Well, no, because you- she understands social protocol and manners. Yet she yeah. shows none of that to her son. I mean, maybe maybe a, a psychologist has to be cold like this of all the stuff that they hear that they have to sort of discontinue. I know psychologists. No. No? Okay. No. Well, I've, got, I've got no other answer then. No, no. Her. She's just a bitch. <laughs> okay. Pure and simple. Everyone, at least we know that Beverly is only going to be in this series about another three more times. So, um, Aren't you glad? I'm very glad because this this would be one of those podcasts where you'd sit there and go, these people don't even like Big Bang. Why are they even talking about Big Bang? Thank God, uh, this, thank God no, that she's not I a love co- Leonard. That is why I hate his mother so much. Yeah, yeah. So do we have any more fun facts or crazy credits for this episode? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, everyone, thank you very much for coming no. to visit us at the Perpetual No, we had, we, had one, we had one pasta takeaway for those who are keeping track at home. You mean, you mean Penny had an, an enormous plate <laughs> of pasta? She never got her plate. She never got it, yeah, because Leonard <laughs> walked away. I, I, and... I, like, I like that when they do, when he does walk away, and this is when Beverly goes, oh, what's new with you, Penny? And she goes, nothing, not a goddamn thing. Not a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even want to get into the conversation. With, nope, with, I am uh, not giving her anything. No, no thank nope. you. No, again, reinforcing my position about Beverly Hofstetter. Yeah. Now, because this is a Christmas episode, the executive producer's credit is shown in red and green instead of the normal white. Yes, it is. Yeah, I saw that. Chuck Lorre Productions, number 272. This is a great world or what? Happy holidays from Chuck Lorre. That is it. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, this is going to be the shortest episode of PMS. Now, if you want to get in contact with us, you can... Email us perpetualmotionsquad00 at gmail.com. So send us that this week's question. I do have a question. Yay, you actually I, were prepared. I had I had prepared one in in so 
Do this is this week's question is do you have any Christmas family traditions? Like, is there anything that you do on Christmas Day that is a thing that you've done since you were since you were young? It's a continuous thing. I know that there are people out there that wear all the really tacky sweaters. There are people that actually make certain desserts every single year. That they, their mother makes this certain dessert every year, or their father does something every year that they maybe maybe their father you know, puts on a Santa suit and, you know, pretends to be Santa Claus every year. And even though all the kids are growing up, he still wears the Santa Claus suit every year. So is there any family tradition that you actually, you know, do at Christmas time? So that yes, is... Yes, and you won't let me do it anymore. What did I, what did I know that you do? We have to have breakfast before we open presents and you won't let me do that. Well, if you want that to be a, a regular... So, thing, you're yeah. supposed to open the stockings when you first get up. Then you have to have breakfast, which drives the kids nuts, and then you open presents. Okay. Well, in my family, the way we used to do it is we would come downstairs. We had a, we used to have a two-story house when, when I was young. We would come downstairs, and we would actually open the presents first. Then we would have breakfast. But then again, we probably never got to eat a lot of breakfast because we were so excited about the presents. Mm -hmm. so, That's and one of the then, reasons why mom made us eat first. And then the very first phone call that would ever come in would be His my grandmother. grandmother. And we would tell Nana exactly what we what we got for Christmas. And then we would all get dressed and we would pile down to her place for lunch. And just basically we would just hang out there for the rest of the day. And it was awesome. So because yeah. our cousins would come over after they've done their thing to grandmother's my grandmother's house for Christmas dinner, as in yep. like you know, tea cool. time. So, but awesome. yes, if there's any family traditions that you guys have got, so that is this week's question. So, if you want to reach out to us for an, an answer, if you don't listen to Spotify, reach out to us for you, with your answer, Perpetual Motion Squad. That's all one word, zero zero at gmail.com. And also, if you want to leave a, a like and a rate and review, that would be awesome because that gets us up on the list of search engines for Big Bang Theory podcast, which would be awesome. And if you do like this podcast, please tell a friend. Get on the phone right now or text them and say, this, these two really know what they're talking about. They love Big Bang. I'd love to have Come you listen to it with me so we can talk about it too. Yeah, exactly. And if you want to watch along with us, next week's episode. Which is, is season three, episode 12, The Psychic Vortex. Yeah. So if you want to listen, you know, if you want to watch it ahead of time, you know, watch it before we do. That'd be awesome because we actually do that. But yeah, I, I as I said, I, I like this episode. It's not. You know, it's not the greatest episode, but it just starts to really show you. It really solidifies that Beverly's. I just want to punch it, Beverly. Can I? Can I just punch her in the face? Uh, if you want to, I'll just I'll just hang out with Sheldon and let <laughs> punch the crap out of her. That's fine. Oh, uh, I just did. I know I am not a violent person, and I don't condone violence. I don't actually drive me to it. I just cannot believe that this woman actually makes you that aggressive. You're not an aggressive person. Man. I'm not. Yet, I'm a very she, sweet and loving person. Yeah, Everybody says so. And yet she get, she does this to you? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's that is that is how you. much I feel when people diss my friends. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I mean, it's just. You know, and, and I've been watching Big Bang for so long and I've seen it so many times that the gang is like family for me. I know that sounds ridiculous talking no, 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 about no. a TV show, no. you know, but I love these characters. Yeah. And for her to treat him that way, it's like, how dare you? Yeah, but then again. Who the fuck did you, sorry, who the hell do you think you are? I'll put an expletive on the, on the episode. Yeah. It's like, who the hell do you think you are? <laughs> yeah. To talk I, to him like that, especially as his mother. 
Yeah. Well, as I said, maybe there's two. No, mom is supposed to be your first and greatest and always cheerleader. Mm. Yeah, I I think she's just got some underlying issues that she needs to rectify. That's for sure. You know, and she thinks she's just all that in a bag of chips. And I got news for you. She's a horrible person. Yeah. So next week. All right. On that happy note. The psychic vortex. Oh, I. uh... (laughs) Yeah, that's it. I'm just. I'm just. Yeah, that that one stirs up some stuff between Leonard and Penny. (laughs) It really does. It is. um, It's a very, very touchy subject when it comes to Penny, because what you've got to understand with Penny is that she is a free spirit and she believes a lot of stuff that scientists do not believe so yeah. we're going to leave that one there but this that's a that's a that's a good one coming up but i do think in that one that i have some reservations on that where you know you well we'll get to it next week because i've got some some theories on that move on okay that show, so but yes all right well it's been wonderful spending this time with you we look forward to seeing you next time and in the meantime we'll catch up with you with the cheesecake factory bye everyone Music and mythology. Einstein and astrology. It all started with the